Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to tell you about a backstage freakout during the Survivor Series main event. Fans hijack Survivor Series with AEW chants. Despite all the teasing in the world, The Rock was not at Survivor Series, and we've got the backstage reaction. And the SmackDown roster are going to appear on Raw tonight because of egg stuff. I'm Adam Wilborn. The lore of the egg and I'm Andy Murray. I haven't been to bed yet and I'm still not 100% sure that egg stuff happened and this <laughs> is the news. Was indeed a fever dream but we got some backstage notes first of all from the main event of the show which turned out to be Big E, WWE Champion Big E versus Roman Reigns for brand supremacy which by that point was kind of messed up, really, wasn't it? Because yep. Raw won everything, apart from the pre-show, which was a DQ. Uh, and then you got to this point, but long story short, Roman Reigns won. SmackDown saved a little bit of face. Roman ended up pinning Big E after a spear. It was a spear. Hmm. Um, behind the scenes, however, another story was playing out here. We've got a report here from PW Insider's Mike Johnson uh, describing a minor freakout uh, backstage during the main event. People growing anxious. People going, oh, no, what's going to happen here? because they were worried about timing issues. According to this, uh, the pay-per-view was supposed to go off the air no later than 11.35 Eastern time. Uh, but before, they still had the main event to go at one point and they were a bit like, oh no, how are we gonna fit this in? Apparently, something that was particularly confusing to these people, they were wondering why the hell the entrances for the men's elimination match in particular got so long, which I think is a, a fair point. I think uh, I, I saw a tweet, I think it was Brian Alvarez noting that some of like 79 minutes of the show were entrances and video packages. So when you allot that much time and you get towards the end of the show, yeah, it's kind of understandable. Um, but obviously the match did end up wrapping in time. Uh, Survivor Series, if you look at the network upload, uh, it's something like three hours and 29 minutes. So they had about six minutes to spare in the end. They mm. wrapped it up. Uh, but yeah, a few lads freaking out. I'm sure uh, Vince was very level-headed about this in particular. Well, he uh, got his egg stuff in, so yeah. I'm sure he was ecstatic regardless. Yeah, I mean, like you say, uh, entrances took bloody ages on this show. Uh, the men's five-on-five -five match went half an hour. You could have cut a lot of time out of that one, if I'm perfectly honest. And... Yeah, if you were desperately trying to save time, I love him and I enjoyed the video package, but maybe don't air a three minute video package on Bobby Lashley for no apparent bloody reason yeah. on this show. But in the end, yeah, watching that main event, it didn't feel like anything had been really cut out of it. And if anything, when we got to the end and they did the big pose and the signature came up and we were like, me and Phil on the live stream were thinking, cool, so when's, I don't know, Brock or Rock or even bloody Ronda Rousey's Gangrel, music gonna hit yeah. and none of that actually happened because this show just ended basically yeah. uh, a lot of people talking about 
The Rock not showing up on this special 25th anniversary show. We'll talk a little bit about that in due course, but I'm going to talk to you about fans hijacking last night's Survivor Series. There was crowds getting riled up during the women's five-on-five match, but specifically, there were AEW-centric chants quite a lot throughout this show. Uh, during the kickoff show, you may have seen the video doing the rounds on social media, on Reddit and what have you. Fans audibly chanting for AEW as Booker T's trying to make some sort of sale and shucky ducky quack quack point uh, and then yes during that women's five on five match that was a bit all over the place when it wasn't Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks in the ring uh, you could audibly hear chants for CM Punk this was of course in the Barclays Centre we were there when they were chanting for AW and I don't think AW was even properly a no. thing just yet uh, when they ruined the Raw after Wrestlemania uh, not the fans I mean uh, WWE by booking a uh, title for the title match and then just having the bar run in when people were like cool Undisputed Era getting here. Yeah. Um, build expectations. I think Hamlet was talking about this when we were, you know, finished up doing our live stream, saying that they've kind of killed the town a little bit. What do you reckon to all this? Yeah, I mean, like, so during the women's match, it did seem like people who were into the match kind of did come back and drown out those chants a little bit. So it's not like, you know, not like back in the day, was it? But it's still notable when mm. you have this, it's the last big four pay-per-view of the year and you have these chants breaking through. You know, I really thought that CM Punk coming back to wrestling would have just nipped all of this in the bud. It's pointless chanting for him. I know it's like a sign of rebelli- mm. rebellion and everything else, but if you want to see the guy, you know, you kind of know where to find him now, right? Change the channel, there you yeah, go. Yeah, you know where to find the guy. Um, maybe find some other way to like rebel against what you're watching. But like, I, I never get angry with the crowd in situations like this. I, I, I kind of hate that stance about, oh, they're rude, the fans have destroyed this and mm. this has gone off the rails and stuff. Well, no, it's up to you to deliver something that they feel worthy of investing in and reacting to in a positive way. And if they don't react to it the way you want, it's your fault for not giving them something that entertains There was no chance for CM Punk, for example, during the Becky versus Charlotte stuff at the exactly. start of this show. People weren't just rejecting women's wrestling, for example. They were just yeah. like, this is going on a bit and it's a bit all over the place. And I just want to get to the rear Bianca uh, and, and and Sasha Banks stuff, if yeah. I'm perfectly honest. Yeah, absolutely. And like the they, to be fair, like the AEW chance during Booker T's segment on the on the kickoff show there sounded it sounded like a bunch of drunk guys, like it's a couple just, of drunk guys. Yeah, going, hey, the kickoff show. We all know <laughs> that. And also, if that's going on, that would be outside the arena as yeah. well, because we saw that and realised, like, wait a second, they're outside because well, presumably there's not much space inside the Barclays to do a massive set of. Kevin Patrick and his friends talking all about what we can look forward to when this actually gets underway on the pay-per-view. And what we can look forward to initially on the kickoff show is a DQ finish. Thanks very much. Do you know who else wasn't on the kickoff show? Who's that? Rock. He wasn't wasn't on the kickoff show. What was going on there? What had him on the panel? What had his thoughts on Damian Priest versus Shinsuke Nakamura? But yes, okay. So a big talking point coming out of the show is that The Rock wasn't there, right? I don't think anyone was really... But before the show, really expecting much. Well, I wore a shirt. But well, yeah. he wore a shirt. Uh, but like as the show went on, it was very rock heavy, wasn't it? It was a very... lot, of, lot of you know video. Obviously, they're promoting Red Notice, the new yeah. movie on Netflix with him and Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. And then we'll get to the egg <laughs> we'll stuff. Get to don't the worry. Egg. Um, but lots there was of lots of yeah, it's 25, 25 years of The yeah. Rock. Uh, there's there's footage of him obviously first appearing. Roman Reigns did the rock bottom. Like, Roman Reigns the rock bottom. The Rock was everywhere yeah. on this show without being on the show. Uh, maybe that led to some expectations during the night. You've probably seen the reaction in various online spaces. 
But apparently there was kind of a bit of a concern inside the company about this as well. Fightful Select coming through with the report here, stating that when some people, some WWE employees found out that The Rock wasn't going to be present, uh, they actually voiced their concern about the Roman Reigns match with Big E closing the pay-per-view. There wasn't a major push to change it or anything, but there was some concern about it. And that's quite understandable mm -hmm. because the way that match ended, it was just boom, 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 Roman's won. There we go, done, done, done. And you'd anticipate from the way we talked about it on the uh, on the podcast, for example, you've had Cena come out at the end yeah. of the pay-per-view after he's won, you've had Brock then subsequently come out at the end of what, SummerSlam when he won that. You People are building this anticipation of like, oh, cool, well, we're here, it's The Rock, yeah. It, you know, but nothing happened and he wasn't there. Yeah. And what was he doing instead? Yeah, like literally about five minutes after the show, he uploaded a picture of a sandwich to Instagram. So that's, that's what The Rock was doing. But yeah, it did feel like they were kind of setting up for something with the way that match ended and then it didn't happen. So, hey, fair play to the people who spoke up. You've got a good, what was the tweet you said you were going to read out? Yeah, sorry, I totally forgot about this. Stephanie Chase uh, summed this up just perfectly. Really good tweet. Uh, if you've ever embarrassed, if you've ever embarrassed about drunk sync, I've messed this up. If you are ever embarrassed about drunk texting an ex, remember WWE once did a four hour long <laughs> tribute show to The Rock and he didn't show up. It's kind of perfect. Yeah, yeah. But what did show up, briefly at the very least, to audible chants from the roster who weren't just definitely chilled there to stand there and cheer that Vince was there was an egg. Egg, 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 egg. Vince came out. If you've seen Red Notice, it will make sense. If you haven't, none of this will make any sense. Vince came out with one of the eggs that was given to Cleopatra and said, oh, it's this $100 million egg. And then he was showing it off to Roman later on. And then another point, they cut backstage and Postman Pierce and Sonya Deville are in Vince's office for the night. And the big box that had the egg inside it had no egg. And he accused the people of Brooklyn. He accused the slimy production staff. And he eventually turned on his own roster saying, someone's pinched it basically. And as a result of that, Apparently, the SmackDown roster is going to appear on Raw tonight to solve the mystery of who stole the $100 million egg from Survivor Series. I'm just thankful reading this story because we were watching it and thought it could be one of those things, you know, it's just a big movie tie-in that yeah. they go, well, let's just pretend like that never happened, like the bloody zombie match oh. or on Extreme Rules, right? So I'm just glad that this whodunit is actually going to be followed up and it's not going to be who threw the pie at Kevin Owens all over again. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to have an egg match tonight on Raw to, to, to compensate for this. This was weird. Uh, I didn't know it was a movie tie-in either. So at first I was a bit like, what the hell is this? What's going Why has Vince suddenly got an egg? Egg, egg, Why, egg, <laughs> why is egg, Roman egg. Reigns in his office for no reason other than to go, look at my egg? A very strange turn of events. Uh, but it's one of those things, isn't it? When they get like a movie endorsement or whatever, they kind of crowbar something weird in there, have a zombie, have an egg. Um, I will say this, this this does increase the chances of something so bad it's amazing oh, happening yeah. on Raw exponentially. So I'm here for it. Absolutely. Let's get egg, 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 egg. Can we say egg? No. No, we can't say it normally. Uh, and we'll get to speculating on to, to who maybe took the egg in just a few minutes. But Andy Murray, I mustache you a question. Let's move on to our Twitter right, questions. Nice. I'm gonna try and get that over for the final days of my home. Uh, let's not let's not try any more attention to this horrific thing on my face. Uh, <laughs> Cracks in the reel says, do you think they haven't released Ricochet? just out of spite as a social experiment to see Jeez. how far they can drag one of the most talented people around 
into the mud. He's been a very much a nearly man recently. He was nearly the guy who took the place on the SmackDown team on SmackDown this week. And then he was the last one eliminated yeah. by Omos before he won that. Big Rock 25-man Battle Royal. Yeah, he has these flashes on, on the main roster, doesn't he, Ricochet, where you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about Ricochet, and he's awesome, and he can do all these cool things, and we just don't use him. I, I wouldn't like speculate on anyone's like job status or anything no. like that. Um, but, you know, I, I don't necessarily think he's someone they have a plan for, put it that way. Um, but also, he might be someone they look at and go, oh yeah, no, if we give AEW him, he'll be incredible. He could be incredible for you, you silly yeah. sausages, so... Um, yeah. Dante Martin is looking at his future in WWE if he sees what they're doing with Ricochet. Oh, 100%. Very similar styles in terms of flyers and stuff. So, yeah. hey, like, I'll, I don't I'll think like it's out of spite. It's just because Vince doesn't understand that people don't have to look like Shanky or Commander Aziz, for example, yeah. to get over. Yeah. So. And I think if anyone's not look, uh, looking at Ricochet thinking he doesn't look like a credible athlete, you're an idiot. Vince. Look at the gym footage of him like flipping out, doing a sit up yeah. or whatever. It's preposterous. Uh, Felix T gives us our second question of the day, saying, "Good morning, gents. Do you think Alex Abrahantes should be replaced as the Lucha <laughs> Bros manager? I think he's too goofy for them. Uh, what about Selena De La Renta? She has a history with Ray Phoenix dating back to Lucha Underground. Thoughts? Interesting. Very interesting. So I, I like Alex. I think he's fun. I'm a like, huge fan. I think he's a fun presence on TV. Penta says, but yeah, it's." It's like it's good like I like him I think he's very entertaining I think he's a good broadcaster but I do agree I think his his style is a bit wacky isn't it yeah and his facial expressions are a bit much I do think it undercuts their credibility somewhat I think Selena De Laurenta would be tremendous however I think I believe she's just gone back she's gone to college she's doing a big degree she's really busy oh, okay she's 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 probably not not gonna do wrestling for a while uh, but I think she'd do a great job in that role. Put it that Just, way. Uh, still, no, he hasn't given anyone a uh, Canadian destroyer. That's what they need to do with him. And I love him. And like I Arner not, Tully? I will not, yeah, I will not have a bad word to say against him. He's, what, doesn't he wear one glove sometimes yeah. as well? Love all that. And yeah, Penta says, every, there was a moment he started doing that and started trying to be badass and then got his head caved in. I was like, hey, hey, you will wreck. I like him. It's just a bit wacky. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, final question today comes from Retrorama 80s. Uh, he says, uh, so will we see R-Truth doing detective work on Raw and trying to find out who stole the golden egg? And do you think it will be revealed that the gobbledygooker was <laughs> Remember when the gobbledygooker returned? Was it this year or last year? I can't even remember. Mate. I think it was last year. Yeah, it was Survivor Series because it was the 30th anniversary yeah. of the most iconic debut in wrestling history. Yes, that was it. The gobbledygooker. Um, you've got the best answer there, my friend, so I can't really better that. Uh, as an alternative one, how about Otis? Is he still into steaks and weights? Eggs are a really good source of protein. He was eating pizza in the 25-man battle royal. The, the, the oh, I forgot about the three pizza. Three-course pizza hut meal. Course one, Jesus. pizza. Course two, more pizza. Course three, I don't know, Cinnabon or something? Whatever. Uh, uh, the correct answer, of course, is not the gobbledygooker. It is, in fact, Andy Murray. Bad bunny. Ah, you piece of trash. <laughs> right, let's move on to today's and finally. And just a bit of a, a pat on the back for one of our very own here at What Culture. What Culture's very own Andrew Pollard uh, was at Wales Comic Con over the weekend. Uh, by all reports, he did a fantastic job and he had a bloody good time doing it, hanging out with Bret Hart and then there's photos of him uh, with the AEW lot, with Britt Baker, Luchasaurus and Kenny Omega. Uh, no doubt you'll be able to read more about that when he writes it up uh, for the site, hopefully, 
Culture.com because it's a fantastic experience and he's, yeah. he's bloody good at it by all of accounts. A Q&A with Bret Hart for yeah. an hour. Not a bad way to spend your weekend, is Big it? Big role in putting this all together as well. Shout out to Andrew Pollard. He supports a bad football team, Oof. but he's a good guy. Oof. Genuinely, one of the best teams in the National League, not called Chesterfield. Sorry, mate. At Cultured Left Peg, if you want to give him some props on Twitter and check out those lovely photos. Hope we get you the playoffs, mate. Yeah, <laughs> let us know your <laughs> thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comments section below, though. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, myself and Hamlet did an extended review of Survivor Series, which is available right now. Now, plus you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE, where you can donate towards me having this on my face. Uh, you can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for he's going to bail. <laughs> you can follow me at Adam Wilborn and donate towards this. You follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE. <laughs> Egg stuff definitely did happen, didn't it? Egg. Yeah, it did. My, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we... We'll see you soon. Egg. Egg. Good. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.